0: Lecture notes. Hellenistic philosophy. Skepticism. Skepticism in general is the view that we lack knowledge in some way. We'll cover skepticism in greater detail when we get to Descartes at the end of this unit, because methodological skepticism is a key component of his philosophy. Suffice it to say that Descartes got the idea, as many philosophers did, from the ancient world. The skeptics of the Hellenistic period took their inspiration from Socrates. They felt that the academy, the school founded by Plato, had gotten stagnant and lost its zeal for inquiry. They took the Socratic understanding of wisdom, as knowing that you do not know, to be the heart of Socratic teaching, and they emphasized that most of the Socratic dialogues end in skepticism, in uncertainty about what the truth of the matter is. In your textbook reading, you may have noticed the word ataraxia defined as imperturbability of soul. Basically, ataraxia means being in a calm and peaceful state. In some sense, all of the Hellenistic philosophy we've learned about in this chapter is about what it takes to be at peace. For Epicurus, it comes in celebrating simple, natural and necessary pleasures. For the Stoics, we have ataraxia when we detach and lower our expectations, thus minimizing our suffering when painful things inevitably happen. The ancient skeptics, or Peronian skeptics, take a more cognitive approach to ataraxia, focusing instead on how much turmoil the search for knowledge can cause. This might seem odd, like, really? Knowledge causes disturbance and pain? But think about how angry people get on Facebook and Twitter over conspiracy theories and fake news. It takes only a few minutes on one of these platforms to realize that trying to know can inhibit ataraxia. Of course, it would probably not create ataraxia for you to deny all the things in front of you. Me actively trying to deny that I'm sitting and typing at my laptop would not create ataraxia, for instance. However, the skeptics aren't asking me to deny what appears to me, they simply recommend that I withhold or suspend judgment. What does this mean? This means focusing on the way things appear and not making claims beyond this. So for instance, if I were getting into a fight with someone about which medical treatments are effective and safe, the skeptics might recommend that instead of doubling down and insisting, I know that such and such is effective and safe, I should just instead say, it appears to me that such and such is effective and safe. If you asked me whether I know for sure that I am looking at my laptop and typing for real, maybe I'm just hallucinating or dreaming, the skeptic would say that I should say, it appears that I am typing on my laptop. This isn't the only motivation for skepticism, though. The skeptic's position is also motivated by the fact that our appearances conflict with each other. One ancient skeptic, Sextus Empiricus, gave a variety of arguments from the difference in perspective that are supposed to motivate skepticism. For example, consider the differences we observe in perspectives. To my chickens, a grub wailing in the ground is a delicious treat. To me, it is disgusting. Which perspective is correct? What is the true nature of the grub? Disgusting or delicious? The skeptics say we can't be sure, and thus we should withhold judgment about its true nature. Furthermore, things look different to different human beings and from different angles or distances. Things also appear differently when we use different senses to perceive them. If I use only my sense of touch to perceive honey, it will seem sticky and disgusting. If I use my sense of taste to perceive honey, on the other hand, it will seem delicious and sweet. Again, for Peronian skeptics, all of these differences in perspective are supposed to motivate the idea that we cannot say which perspective is the true perspective. Instead, we should withhold judgment on the true nature of a thing and simply restrict ourselves to claims about how it appears. I'll leave you with one final image. If you're able, don't do this if you're driving. (laughs) Extend your arm and hold your hand in front of you. Now make a tight fist. The skeptics say that traditional claims to knowledge and pursuit of knowledge are like this fist. We are desperately clinging to ideas and insisting that we have knowledge of them. Now open your fist, keep holding your hand in front of you, but with your palm open and facing upward. The skeptics say that this is a metaphor for their own stance towards belief. Instead of tightly clinging to ideas and grabbing them tight in a fist, they hold their opinions loosely, as if the belief or the idea or the claim was just sitting freely on top of an open and extended hand. We will return to skepticism in much greater detail in our upcoming discussion of or module on Descartes.